What's up, nieces and nephews? Welcome to Hey Auntie, your bi-weekly podcast giving you the drop on all things adulthood, shenanigans, and life lessons that I wish someone had shared with me before now. It has been a minute, more than a minute, and I kind of feel like I'm restarting, but this is good, and sometimes you end up having to restart things, and you have to take a little sabbatical to get yourself together to be more prepared to offer your gifts better to your platform. Now, we are in some very difficult times. I'm not even going to say they're unprecedented, um, simply because in part, this is not unfamiliar where we are, maybe on the pandemic side, but definitely not on the fight for basic human rights for black lives. And I wanted to come and chat with you all a bit about that and about how to be part of the movement in various ways because I know sometimes it can feel as if the only way that you can legitimize the work that you do is by being on the front line in some way and on protesting and things like that but that is not necessarily the case protesting is not for everybody and I'll tell you what brought this up for me so For those of you who don't know, and I'm pretty sure nobody knows at this point, but I am an activist, okay? I call myself an activist. I have uh, done the work for many years at this point. I spent um, eight, maybe nine years of my life uh, working with the Children's Defense Fund Freedom Schools Program, and so this was particularly on education and equal education opportunities for children of color and in communities that are underserved. So that was a large, large part of my life. It's a large part of my heart. I still am very um, committed to that work. And I, I love the program and I have so many wonderful memories of things that I've done there. I also did a lot of work with the Presbyterian Church USA with their racial ethnic young women together and um, their committee for college women when I was in undergrad and in seminary. So a lot of work around racial justice and things like that. I've been a part of my fair share of protests um though i've never been arrested that was one of my life goals but that's because my mama raised me a little bit of a revolutionary so i haven't been arrested yet which i guess thank god thank the universe however you want to posture that because now getting arrested it can have some very dire consequences but um i realize that Maybe not even I realize. We'll start with the fact that I had been feeling a little guilty for not participating in the protests. And um, there was a protest this week in Houston, and it ended up being a very large protest. There were 60,000 plus people that turned out, and I did not go. And I sat with the fact that I did not think I wanted to go 
for a while because I felt like what else could I do because that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to go out you're supposed to go be a part of it of the protests and show your support and things like that but also I'm a photographer so I was really feeling like I needed to be out there recording and documenting this moment because I very much feel as though when it comes to telling black stories black people need to be the ones telling the stories of telling their own stories and so I wanted to I really did but I also just I didn't feel like I wanted to and that ate at me it's still kind of eating at me but one of the things that I have been sort of pushing on my platforms at least is the fact that we all have different sets of gifts and they are all necessary for the success of the work that we're trying to do and that everybody is not going to be the one that is marching that is protesting but sometimes you are the person that is out there making sure that protesters are fed maybe you are giving people rides maybe you are watching people's kids so that they can go protest maybe you are um praying for people as they deal with these very serious emotions and there's so many of them that we're dealing with and trying to help them see that this is a trauma that has to be worked through and you can't just keep going business as usual but you have to take time to really sit with the nature of what's happening so I thought about myself and what my own um leanings were right now and I have been talking a lot about health mental health about spiritual emotional well-being and taking steps back that has been my thing probably for the past you know almost two years as I and myself learn how to be gentler and to take time for myself yesterday during the Tuesday's blackout I uh was off social media all day so I put up my black uh picture and said I'm not doing I'm not going to be on social media I also you know committed to not posting new content to my social media platforms because you know one your girl is tired and two I just in good faith cannot post pictures and things like that when my brothers and sisters are out in the streets you know working so that we can have a better future for ourselves and for our children so um I used that time yesterday to really sit with well what can I do what is my gift that I can offer to this historical moment? And it is it is this. It is making sure that people are seen. Making sure that people feel as though someone really is holding space for them. And reminding people that it's okay wherever you land. Because I think so many times we feel guilted about not doing things the way the majority does and when that is not for everybody and so I have been working out with um the pastor of the church that I am uh, currently a member of and uh, currently 
on staff of as clergy, um, how to put on a virtual retreat of sorts. And we've been talking about it in the beginning stages. And I realized that that's my work. My work is for the the restoration and the healing of the souls and hearts and minds of my people. And not just, you know, black people, but anybody who is affected in this moment and is not taking the time to parse out the things in which they are dealing with because this is trauma. And for African-Americans in particular in this country, this is a sustained and consistent trauma. This is a trauma that we have been born into and dealing with these things in such a stark way sort of reminds of those wounds that are already present as well as inflicting new wounds. So it's important to have the space to think through those things, have somebody to help you work through how to be engaged in a way that also lets you be emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually well. Because that's a big deal. And there is no way to do activist social justice work without also tending to the holistic well-being of yourself and those around you. So that's where I'm landing. And so I share that as a way of also saying to whoever is listening that when you think about how you want to engage in the work... You must be mindful about what you can do. You cannot do more than what you are capable of doing because you will burn yourself out. You will put yourself in a lane that's not for you and you will not do that task well. So you have to think about what are my gifts? What can I offer? Am I in a place where right now I can give money to a cause Um, Can I educate myself more? Should I be doing more reading so that I know how to engage day to day with other people in ways that are empathetic and authentic? Is that my work? Is it my work calling out injustice and racism as I see it in my day to day life? Is it having those very tough conversations with family members when they are being anti-black, when they are being racist, when they are being insensitive to those who are putting their lives on the line because that is what they feel is that they should do? Is it putting my name on petition after petition to make sure that my voice is heard in that way is part of my job reaching out to my congress people to let them know that i am one of many that feel negatively about what's going on and demand that changes be made for a more equitable system and society so When you have that conversation with yourself and really think about what you can bring to the table, it will, the the thing that you're supposed to do will make you feel empowered and excited, period. When my pastor called me or sent me a text message, he was like, I think we should do a, a virtual retreat. I immediately felt excited about that. And it clicked for me. This is something that I can do. This is this is what I need to be doing. This is my lane. And I immediately 
started brainstorming. I had all these ideas. And so that's how I knew that that thing was the thing that I can contribute to this historical moment. So you do what you can and you make sure that you are taking time out um, to refresh yourself. So if that means being off social media for a day and not ingesting a lot of um, media and data and things like that, do that. Because when you come back the next day, the work will still be there and you will be in a better head and heart space to do said work. You don't want to burn yourself out. This is not a sprint, my friends. This is a marathon. And this is work that we will continue to have to do until the system changes. So you can't do it all at once. You can't go 110% and then burn out and have nothing left after a week, after two weeks, after a month. You have to do what you can do on a daily basis. This has to be a ritual practice and an intention for you. So make sure that in all of this, you are also continuing to be well. Yes, this is dire. Yes, times are hard and we are experiencing something that is boiling over but we're not going to get it done in a day. One protest is not going to change the face of a whole system. We are going to be at this for a while. We have been at this for decades, for longer, for, for centuries. We have been at the work. So you can't rush yourself. You have to take things in stride and make sure that... When you do it, you are bringing your best self to the table because you deserve that and the people that you will inevitably serve, they also deserve that. So that's what I wanted to say and to share that with you. Um, Your homework from your auntie is that you sit um, with yourself for at least 15, 20 minutes And think about your gifts and what you can offer to this moment. What are you actually called to do? And if you're feeling guilty about not doing certain other things, then write it down and really look at it. And you'll find that that is not where you sit. Okay? So once you figure out what it is you should be doing, and it might take longer than a day, but really start sitting with yourself and asking yourself, what can I offer? And do that thing. But my other thing is to make sure, as always, y'all know how I do, take care of yourself, attend to your mental health, attend to your emotional and spiritual well-being, take time for yourself to give yourself space, okay? Now, if you want to hit me up and you want to send me questions or let me know how you felt about, um this episode you certainly can do that at Charday s-h-a-r-d-e dot searches s-e-a-r-c-h-e-s at gmail.com and you can holler at me if there are questions maybe I'll read aloud on my next episode I love you all be well take care of yourselves and I'll catch you in the next one bye <laughs>